Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to this special episode of HR Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, and today we are very lucky to be joined by Toronto-based Kathleen Texera. Kathleen is a manager of talent acquisition at OLG. She's a member of the Talent Board, and she's a public speaker who educates HR pros and leaders on employer branding, social media recruitment, and personal branding. This is a special episode because it's focusing on Disrupt HR Toronto, which is happening on the 1st of December 2016, and Kathleen is one of the organizers there. Kathleen, welcome to HR Chat. Thanks, Bill. So let's jump straight in with some of the questions. Um, Firstly... Please tell our listeners a bit about yourself, your career background, and how you came to be your current role at OLG. Sure. So, so you know, I worked as a recruiter for a market research company while uh, I was in university. And, uh, you know, wh- during my time in school, uh, you know, platforms like Facebook and Twitter uh, had just launched. And so... Um, you know, after I graduated university, uh, my, my first jobs were really working in public relations and in social media. Um, so shortly after that, um, I was in touch with a recruitment agency that really specialized in public relations, and that was an opportunity to, you know, to really help me find a job. Uh, instead, what happened was they offered me a position as a recruiter, uh, supporting sort of marketing and advertising industry uh, in Toronto. Um, so while working on the recruitment agency side, I, um, I guess I had realized that, um, you know, the way that we were communicating had changed thanks to uh, things like social media. And so, you know, inevitably the way that we looked for jobs um, had to be changing as well. Uh, so during this time, I actually launched uh, Canada's first social recruiting conference that took place in Calgary. Uh, and uh, we flew social recruiting experts from the UK, from the US, and across Canada to really uh, lead these hands-on workshops with HR professionals. Um, at that point, uh, that's when I joined uh, Indigo, uh, which was my first opportunity working uh, as an in-house recruiter. And there I focused on mostly corporate recruitment, retail recruitment across Canada. Uh, and I focused a lot on, on some of the harder-to-fill roles in, in some of the remote locations in Canada. Uh, and that's where I was really able to kind of leverage social media and things like employer brand uh, to help attract uh, talent for um, a couple of locations in, in, in the country. Um, you know, during my time um, at Indigo, I was really ramping up with the networking. I'm, I'm a firm believer that networking is critical to your career no matter what industry you're in, really. Uh, but I've always made networking a priority uh, which is why I invest so much of my personal time, both on social media and attending and organizing events. But uh, it was really through networking that I was introduced to the opportunity um, at OLG uh, and has landed me in my, my position here now. Wonderful. Thank you very much. So give our listeners a bit of an insight into your average working week as manager of talent acquisition at OLG. Wow. Okay. Well, um, I guess, you know, in in my current role, I've really, I've had to build a talent acquisition function from the ground up. Um, And so, you know, the opportunity here was really moving to a centralized model of HR. And so building the talent acquisition uh, center of excellence, I've I've spent the last year and a half uh, doing just that. And so uh, that can be a number of things, you know, developing the end-to-end recruitment process, which is constantly uh, being looked at for improvement, 
Uh, I hired a team of amazing recruiters um, to support our uh, head office in Sault Ste. Marie and in Toronto. Um, you know, we looked at rewriting policies, revamping recruitment processes, developing new tools, um, also launched a new applicant tracking system, and uh, getting ready to launch our new career site very soon. Um, I'm also working on, you know, projects like employer brand, developing an external talent community, um, starting to work on a targeted recruitment strategy to support our larger DNI strategy. Uh, but I guess when I'm not doing project-related work, I'm, I'm recruiting. Uh, I'm getting to know our business. Um, and I'm attending a lot of networking events, doing public speaking. Um, so I guess, you know, an average work week uh, as manager of talent acquisition at OLG can look like a number of things, but it's probably the best way to put it. Great. Thank you. Um, this is a special episode because we're going to be focusing on Disrupt HR Toronto. But before we get there, you just... Uh, you invoked something in my mind I, I, I'm kind of fascinated about. When I got back from a uh, a gap year many years ago from, from Toronto back and I moved to London, um, I went out and I, I, I started looking for my first proper job, if you like. And I almost got recruited as a recruiter myself. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, I'd be fascinated to, to know from you, somebody who does recruit recruiters, what, what, what do you look for? Uh, personality-wise, skill set-wise, when, when when you're trying to hire the, the, the best potential recruiters? Yeah, so I mean, you know, having the experience as a recruiter, there's really nothing, uh, you know, be, having had the, the actual experience in working, whether it's high-volume recruitment, um, agency side or, or corporate um, side, I think there's value in both. I think there's certainly something special uh, in terms of agency recruiters. There's just a different type of hustle there. <laughs> Uh, at least I've, I've found. Um, but I, I think it's more, um, you know, it's a mindset. Um, and I'm always looking for recruiters that think about recruitment in uh, not so much a tactical or a transactional way, but people who can really understand um, the, the value um, of talent acquisition and recruitment for an organization, really think about it as uh, you know, probably the single most important thing you can do in business is, is hiring the right people. And so for me, I think it's really um, a mindset and, and folks that, are, that think about recruitment and are doing recruitment all the time, whether, uh, you know, it's, it's online or attending networking events or, uh, you know, just their day-to-day in conversation with family and friends. It's, um, you know, recruitment is really something that we're doing all the time. And so I think that's, that's really what I look for are, are folks that are, uh, you know, that come with that kind of mindset. Great, thank you. Th- thank you for indulging me there. That that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a totally. Uh, it was a side question, but I'm I'm, I'm fascinated. Good. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I could. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's get down to it. Uh, we're talking about Disrupt HR Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're one of the three organisers of Disrupt HR Toronto. The the others being the awesome Jeff Waldman and the HR Gazette's very own Tim Baker. Um, t- tell us a wee bit about why you decided to bring Disrupt HR to Toronto. Yeah, so, you know, this is our third, uh, this is going to be our third event, our third Disrupt HR in Toronto. And, uh, you know, when Jeff actually approached me about, um, you know, supporting uh, the launch of Disrupt HR in Canada, I uh, jumped on the opportunity, I think, for a couple of reasons. Um, one one being, you know, the, the fact that I had kind of, you know, I, I was really proud of having launched Canada's first social recruiting conference. So there's something about firsts in, in Canada that kind of, uh, that I'm sort of drawn to. So, you know, I think that was kind of the, the obvious, the first obvious reason. 
the other one was really, you know, the, the fact that the HR community in Toronto is extremely smart and extremely supportive. And there's always something to learn and somebody new to meet. So I feel very fortunate to be part of this community. And uh, I think that it's important to host events like this to really, um, you know, bring people together and share um, sort of experiences. So I think, um, you know, there's a lot of room for improvement in HR. And there are so many folks in the city that have done some really amazing work. Uh, and Disrupt HR really offers these folks a platform to share their success stories. And, uh, you know, that'll really uh, allow us to sort of collectively move the needle um, in, in, in HR. Listeners, uh, the, the Gazette is a media partner with uh, uh, Disrupt HR Toronto, so full disclosure there. But um, it's awesome. I, I've been lucky to, to go to the last couple. And uh, if, if you're on the fence about whether or not you should come along, um, please do so because you'll get loads out of it. Um, <laughs> so that, that takes me nicely on to my next question. And that, that is, what makes the Disrupt HR formula unique? Yeah, so, you know, I think what makes Disrupt HR uh, challenging for even some of the most seasoned speakers uh, is really what makes it so unique, and that's really the format. So, um, you know, the the slides rotate every 15 seconds, so you really only get 20 seconds, um, or 20 slides, rather. And, uh, you know, I I love the idea of teaching or inspiring the audience uh, around something, but very quickly. So, uh, I guess the speaker's entire talk is essentially uh, an aha moment. Um, and so I think that's what really makes it unique. And um, apart from uh, what I was just espousing a moment ago, what, why, why do you think HR pros and leaders should attend Disrupt HR Toronto? Yeah, so, you know, I think to echo some of the comments that I made earlier, I think there's a lot of room for improvement in all areas of HR. Um, I think that HR... Uh, really has its, its roots in, in things like administration and filing and personnel and, and compliance. Uh, but HR has really evolved in complexity, and I think there's a lot more involved in, the, in things like business forecasting, you know, future and current business success. So I think the role of HR has really evolved into something very different. Um, so for HR professionals or anybody that's really interested in the business of HR, uh, should really attend Disrupt HR uh, Toronto um, because I think they'll learn how to get more involved in the success of the organization um, by evaluating, you know, more than just hiring and firing practices. Tell us now a bit about the the format for this year's Disrupt HR Toronto uh, in terms of the number of speakers, what networking opportunities there'll be, um, what time it starts, what time it finishes, what what people can generally expect from from the evening. Yeah, so we have uh, 12 speakers. Uh, again, each speaker only gets five minutes. Uh, the event uh, starts you know, at generally 5.30 to about 9 o'clock. Uh, we've sold over 250 tickets already for this event. Wow. Uh, we've got some amazing sponsors, uh, including XREF, Career Builder, uh, Ritual, Hire, um, of course, our amazing event venue, the Concert Hall, um, and McLean and Company. Um, the concert hall, for, for those of you that don't know, is also the Masonic Temple, which is an iconic Toronto location. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, you guys are, are certainly going to love this place. Uh, we've got partners like uh, yourselves uh, through the HR Gazette, uh, and which, you know, really allows us to, to get our content out to a much wider audience. Uh, so for folks that are you know, can attend or cannot attend, they can always catch up with some of the content later. So, so we're really thankful for, for the partnership uh, with the HR Gazette. 
Uh, we also have a really great giveaway from a local Toronto startup uh, called Forte. So uh, really interesting um, you know, kind of giveaway there. I'm not going to share too much about that. Um, so anyway, all of that to say that the number one feedback that we've really received from the two events uh, that we've hosted to date uh, is really the value that the attendees get from the networking uh, and the value that our sponsors uh, get from the platform. Um, so you know, we're, we're attracting folks from all areas of HR. Uh, it represents a variety of industries um, and you know, everyone from students to CEOs. Um, and, and again, you know, the networking then continues online on Twitter. We have a growing Facebook community. Um, you know, our attendees and uh, you know, sponsors are, are sharing things on Instagram and on LinkedIn. So you know, joining the conversation online using our hashtag DisruptHRTO um, will really give you a good snapshot of uh, you know, what, what to expect uh, for the next event. Okay, here's a tougher question for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which okay. which two or three speakers are you most looking forward to to seeing and, and hearing from, and, and and why? So you know we received uh, a ton of submissions this year. Um, I think we were close to forty, uh, and so it's not easy to have to pare it down to twelve. Uh, but I am I'm looking forward to all of them. Of course, I mean I was involved in the selection, and so I'm I'm excited to hear from all of the speakers. Um, I think I'm, I'm really looking forward to a returning speaker, uh, Ryan Porter. Uh, his talk is called Job Ads Are Stuck in the 90s Doing the Macarena. <laughs> uh, I think um, you know, we can probably all agree that if we held our job postings next to each other, they look exactly the same if we stood a few feet away. Um, and so I think, like I said earlier, the way we communicate has changed, the way we look for jobs have changed what's important to us in a job has changed and it's never been easier to apply for jobs. So, um, you know, I guess the gap for me is why are job postings still the same? Um, or maybe, you know, do they need to change and why? So um, anyway, Ryan's talk was the number one watch talk across all Disrupt HR videos from last year. So I know that he's going to fire up the audience. I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, I'm, always, I'm also um, looking forward to a talk um, by Roy Tran. Uh, and his talk is called Stop Dating Top Talent. Um, and as a recruiter, I think, you know, I've always joked about the similarities between kind of dating or matchmaking and recruiting. Um, but, you know, I also think that we live in a time of buzzwords like top talent uh, and disrupt. <laughs> Go figure, maybe we need to find a new name. <laughs> but uh, I think that Roy's talk is really uh, going to remind us that, um, you know, as recruiters and as organizations, we should really be looking for right talent uh, and kind of challenge our way of thinking. And do we do we do we always need top talent, or you know, what does top talent even mean? Um, so I'm I'm certainly interested in in his talk as well. Great, thank you, um, Rob Catalano. If if you're listening to this, uh, shameless plug <laughs> for you too, sir. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to this as well. Yeah, on performance <laughs> reviews. <laughs> um, okay, we're we're heading towards the end of this particular uh, okay. episode, so thank you very much. Before we wrap things up, uh, a couple more questions for you. Firstly, uh, which events will you be attending or speaking at in in 2017, and why? Sure. So, um, I mean, I feel like I still have a ton of events to get through before the end of this year. We've got a couple of them happening in December. 
Um, but I am uh, looking forward to the HRPA conference. Uh, that's happening February 1st to 3rd, I believe. Um, I'm, I'm also seriously considering uh, at this point attending the World Employer Brand Day, which is held in Prague. Uh, that's April 27th through the 28th. Um, HR Tech has always been on my list uh, the last couple of years. Unfortunately, I have never attended, uh, but I think the HR technology space is uh, very interesting to me, and there's a ton of uh, stuff happening there, so that's something that I certainly want to attend. Um, I'm always looking forward to attending the Women's Executive Network events. Those are always very good. Um, but anyway, I do a lot of networking, usually five plus networking events a month. I can't keep up with them all. Uh, but in terms of speaking, um, I, I have a couple of speaking engagements uh, lined up through a couple of MBA and university and colleges across the GTA, uh, and those are coming up in the new year. So um, yeah, keep them busy. Lots of events. <laughs> Great. Thank you. For, for our listeners not in the GTA, the GTA is the Greater Toronto Area. Um, just yes, finally, <laughs> no worries. Just, just, just finally, um, how, how can our listeners learn more about you? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, I'm all over social media at Kathleen Toronto. Um, so, that's my handle on Snapchat, on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, you can find me that way on uh, LinkedIn and um, on Facebook as well. Uh, LinkedIn and Kathleen Texera might just be easier. I, I don't know. Um, but you can pretty much find me uh, across all social media. And, um, you know, I guess even for some more information on Disrupt HR, the website there is disrupthr.co forward slash Toronto. And all of the links to my social media are on there as well. Did you say Disrupt HR forward, as .co forward slash Toronto? Yes. Okay, just making sure that our listeners have got it. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Kathleen, uh, that takes us to the end of this particular podcast. So thank you so much for being our guest today. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. I'd be happy to come back anytime. And we'll take you up on that. Listeners, until next time, I've been your host, Bill Bannum, and this has been the HR Chat Podcast. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.